Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hey guys, welcome back. In advance, I have to warn you, I might get kind of amped up on this episode. I don't think I've been as excited about a topic in the longest time. Now, I love all of my topics, but this is one that over the last six months has shifted my life so monumentally. And when I dive into client stories, this is just consistently such an issue. It's an issue with a lot of women that I walk with specifically, and it's an issue with a lot of young adults that I walk with. And on occasion, it shows up with men. But we have to have a conversation about good versus evil and everything on the spectrum in between there. It's such an interesting piece of distress that happens in therapy. How many people come in with naivety and just assume that other people are for their good? people who treat them poorly, people who are selfish, people who are condescending, people who are actual roadblocks. And my clients sit there and once upon a time, I would sit there and say, I think they're just misunderstood. I think they just need another break. I think we just need to pour more into them and eventually they'll get it. One more explanation, one more invitation to do it differently. Eventually they'll come alongside of me. They'll see it my way. We have to have a conversation that not everyone is for your good. People show us who they are. Our job is to believe them. And we cannot believe the best about anyone and everyone. It doesn't work. We have to look at what's being shown us and call it reality. So in the future, I will do an episode, and this is another one I'm very excited about, about what the dynamic of trust is and how it's an essential piece of overall emotional wellness. But one of the core pieces of trust is you have to be able to delineate the difference between good and evil. Otherwise, you can't trust your discernment. It doesn't work. You have to be able to see people for who they are, see people where they are at, call it facts, and then boundary up accordingly. It's paramount. There are people who are literally not for our good, and there are people who are outright against us. They exist. Now, it was kind of entertaining. I, I'm actually tittering with laughter right now. Several weeks ago, I had someone who had followed me on Instagram, and they wrote me a private message, and they said, you got divorced a year ago in the 17th Circuit Court, and your content sucks, or something to that effect. And I was like, okay. Now, honestly, six months ago, I would have been like, what is this about? What do they want? I, I, I don't get it. What are they trying? trying to impart to me what why is this happening and i'm at the place now where i'm like okay what a waste of your time clearly a waste of my time but thanks for the the giggle i guess because i've taken the time to wrestle it out and it was such a pivotal part of my health journey so the catalyst for me, and there was a whole host of things, right? When I talk about this past April, I had already been in therapy for a year at that point, wrestling through who's for my good, who's not for my good, and honestly often being gobsmacked at how people would intersect with me because I couldn't discern who was for me and who was against me. So I'm listening to Beyond Order from Jordan Peterson last April, and there's a passage in there where he's talking about Peter Pan and Wendy. And this for me 
was such a pivotal shift. And for a couple weeks, what I said after I read that passage is, oh my word, I've got to grow up. I've got to grow up. I've refused to grow up. I've got to grow up. And he uses Peter Pan and Wendy and he juxtaposes them. And he said, Peter Pan lives a life of simplicity where he vacillates between people are good and the lost boys and, you know, whimsical and footloose and fancy free. And then tick tock, tick tock, here comes Captain Hook. And now there's evil. And he goes and he engages in some heroic battle with evil. And then he goes back and life is good and whimsical. And then the evil shows up. That's not what life is. Peter Pan is a forever child because he decided to stay in the place of black and white, good and bad. So something is so carefree, it's wholly good. Or something is so nefarious as Captain Hook is wholly bad. But my friends, people fall along that entire spectrum. No one is wholly good or wholly evil. Hitler had best friends. Let's be clear about that. That's just the reality of it. Mother Teresa had people that hated her guts. That's just the reality of it. People are not wholly good and wholly bad and and no discernment is needed. We have to discern between what is good and what is evil and where people fall on that spectrum. Wendy decided she wanted to grow up and what that literally meant was she had to put behind her this reckless notion that people are good or bad and she had to go figure out nuance. She had to go figure out that there's good and evil and neutral and it's all holding hands and her job is to sort through it and figure it out. And here's the thing. When we look at Peter Pan and we look at Captain Hook, evil is very clear. But in the world around us, my friends, evil is actually far more nefarious than we might be willing to believe. Evil looks suspiciously like people who abdicate their responsibilities. People who don't show up for the young ones entrusted to them and decide instead to live a life of selfishness despite the cost to others or the price tag that others have to pay. Do you know the bulk of people who end up in therapy with me? People who were entrusted to those who abdicated their responsibilities. Now it's not Hitler evil, but it certainly wasn't for the good of those entrusted to them. You know what else is not good? People who are jealous. People who show up with some sort of angst towards others because others have advantages that they don't. People who show up with some sort of grudge at their particular dynamic and they refuse to sort through it and do the hard work. So instead they want to pull others back with them. Now this was one of those pieces as I'm shifting in my understanding of things, I went out with some, I'm going to use the term friends loosely because what happened in this particular dynamic was really helpful for me to understand trust is not a part of this relationship and boundaries have to be a heavy part of this relationship. So I'm out with, you know, these people and I go to the bathroom and I come back and one of the girls, she had been drinking, she leans in and says, you know, you're not better than us, right? Just out of the blue. Literally, I had walked away for three minutes and I come back to this nuke thrown in my lap, putting me in check, putting me in my place saying, you're not better than, than we are. Okay, but I don't walk around as though I am. That's a you thing to figure out because I'm stepping into my life's purpose. I'm taking care of what I need to take care of and you're not someone I can get close to because you're not for my good. You want to use my good as leverage against me to let me know why I'm not better than you. But evil exists and it's not always Hitler evil. It's nefarious. It can be insidious. It can be up close. Jealousy. It can be people who are selfish. It can be people who are passive aggressive. It looks a whole host of ways, but if we're not willing to call it what it is, then we can't move on from that point. We have to acknowledge it. Now, one of the neat things to figure out, and this is, you know, clinically speaking, really radical for some people to tolerate. Knowing yourself means you understand that evil indwells you as well. 
When we go through what happens with some people's PTS journey post-conflict, so people who have gone and served and come back, some PTSD isn't because of what the enemy did. It's because of what this person, this person who went, you know, used their courage and valor to defend their country. They realized what evil atrocities they were actually able to participate in for the sake of the cause that they were in. Now, I am not calling any sort of judgment on that because war is hell. That's the reality of it. But people who show up in conflict willfully engage in pieces of themselves that are horrifying. And so we have to acknowledge what exists in us too. We all have selfishness. We have pettiness and jealousy that shows up. We all abdicate responsibilities on occasion. If you don't know that about yourself and you live kind of in this naive posture of, I'm doing everything right. I I can't believe that. I'm not perfect. Grow up. And I'm saying that to myself as well. I had to radically embrace that I have indwelling stuff where I can exact harm on other people. I often say that my former relationship was collateral damage. He was collateral damage in my war with myself. I had my own issues going on constantly. And if I don't step into that and own it, how do I move forward more healthfully? Know yourself. That is step one here. We acknowledge evil and then we see it in us. Number two, we call evil what it is so we can set up boundaries. If you're not willing to call it what it is, how do you protect yourself? How does that work? You're going to keep yourself rife for manipulation, rife for pain, rife for being so vulnerable because you don't call evil what it is. Therefore, you cannot protect yourself from it. And protect doesn't mean avoid all pain. That doesn't work. That's not real life. But you can put boundaries in place that say, guess what? You're not actually allowed to get close to me anymore. My favorite definition of boundaries from Henry Cloud is boundaries are the distance at which I can love both you and myself well. And some people can get three inches from me and that's okay. I can love them up close. And some people should stay three feet away from me and I will love them from afar. I will love you in your space, but you don't get to come into my space if you're someone who is not for my good. That's just the reality of it. Now, the third reason this conversation matters is because I ardently believe that we have a responsibility to put good into the world. If you know yourself and you know that you're going to mess up and you're going to do things on occasion that just wreck stuff around you, you also have the responsibility of counterbalancing that and putting good into this world. We each have good things to offer. We each have unique talents. It's time to ask yourself, how can I use them for others? We have to unite in this. This is an us problem. From a clinical standpoint, one of the neat things to understand, and actually it's not neat, it's pretty tragic, but one of the good things to understand is often for every negative input that happens, it takes about seven to influence it to the positive or to at least neutralize it. And there are people hemorrhaging bad all around us. So I'm going to do input after input after input that brings beauty into my world, that brings healing into my world, that brings love into my world, and lets people see that up close. And it's in the small gestures, you guys. It's in paying for the person behind you. Those types of things are so kind. It's sending someone a card in the mail that says, hey, I love you. I was thinking about you today. It's sending those text messages. It's sponsoring a compassion kid. It's donating after the tragedy of this particular hurricane that just went through. It's showing up and putting good into the world because so much evil is heaped all around us. And we're going to add to it through ignorance, through 
a whole host of reasons. So please go out into the world and do good. I talk to my clients often about what does it look like. So I have a young woman that I'm working with who's 20 and she loves kids. And I said to her, she's in a church community. I said to her, what would it look like once a month if you decided to call up a new mom in your church and say, hey, I know that momming is pretty tough at the onset. Could I come and watch your kid for a couple hours and you and your husband go out for a date? What a beautiful gift to give someone. I sit on Fridays with people in the geriatric community who are under visited. And so I go to a local rest home and I just talk to people and I get so much out of that, but also it's putting good out into the world around us. You have so many ways you can show up for other people. And once you acknowledge that evil is all around us and people are putting in nastiness consistently around us, please do the opposite. Go out there and put good into the world. So number one, know yourself. Number two, call evil what it is so we can set up boundaries. And number three, put good into the world. We cannot assume that deep down everyone wants the best for us. It's not true. But we can work on wanting the best for other people in spite of the ick that we see. And we are far more responsible than we think we are for adding good into the world around us. There are actually people that wish us harm. And if you're not one of those people and you're listening to this and you're saying, Steph, I have a heartfelt desire to put good into the world, please go and do it. Now, if you're listening to this and you make chaos just for sport, please reconsider. That's your own wounds. That's your own issue talking, there are ways to help with that. Come see a therapist. We can dive into that, my friends. One of my favorite passages that I had read from one of my theology books that I want to end this with, It's I think the author was Alan Aiken, but honestly, I make authors up all the time. Pretty sure it was, though. And he says, there are some people for whom heaven is off limits, so they will drag as many people down to hell as possible. We have to acknowledge that's true. We have to see it in ourselves. We have to boundary up. And please go and put good into the world around you. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.